The scripture today is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. About a month ago, I was reflecting on something I had heard about depression, something that I was routinely going in and out of, sometimes not just from day to day, but hour to hour. Some of you probably can relate to that. What I had heard was that depression is, at least in part, getting stuck in a place that we feel we will never get out of. So one way to get unstuck is to dream, to dream of what will be on the other side of the place you find yourself stuck, to dream of the possibilities that life holds, to dream of better days. The very next day, because that's the way God is, I read something written by Rubem Alves in my favorite devotional book. He was writing about how the things that we love, the things that we desire, are the things that we dream about. He says, That is why Christians become known by revealing to each other their dreams. To dream is to see love and desires transformed into symbols and words. He goes on to point out, it should not be frightening then that God, who is love, speaks to us through our dreams. And after reading all of this and reflecting on that, I thought about all of the stories in the Bible where we hear about those dreams that God used to speak to his people. And we will look at some of those dreams over the next three weeks that we find in some scriptures from the Old Testament. But today, we are looking at the very end of the Gospel of Matthew, and here, I believe, we get a look at God's biggest, most audacious dream in the words of the Great Commission. And you know, when we were first putting together this Big Dreams sermon series, I looked at this familiar passage, and I thought that the big, audacious dream God shared here was that his beloved children, mere humans, could spread the gospel, could make disciples, could teach his commandments to the whole world. I mean, that is pretty audacious. Just look at what the passage itself tells us about the 11 who were there with Jesus that day. It says, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. That doesn't sound like the best pool of people to use as global evangelists, baptizers, and teachers, does it? And if those 11 had been told exactly what they would do for the gospel that day, I bet they for sure would have doubted that as well. But they did go, baptize, teach, as enabled by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. God's dream does appear to have progressed very well, 
based on the number of Christ followers there are today. That said, as I stand here now, I'm convinced that that is not the most audacious part of God's dream. The most audacious part of this dream is that all the people of earth would be brought into the family of God through work initiated by this very homogenous group of men. Work continued by all the saints that stand between those original witnesses and ourselves. Work that continues to be done by all of us today. The work of man is not the biggest, most audacious part of the dream, for that work was powered and is powered by the Spirit. The most audacious part of the dream is that it would bring in all people. All the people of earth into one family of God? All the people of earth? Think about the separations we hear expressed in the Bible that are banished by this idea of going to all nations to make disciples. Jew and Gentile, slave and free, male and female. It was audacious. Jew and Gentile, slave and free, may, male and female, may not seem at first blush to still have much meaning today. We're beyond all of that, right? But if we think for one moment that we have moved beyond these sorts of separations among people, we aren't paying attention to the world around us. We have not only not moved beyond these separations, we have created even more in our world today. A world that values individuality, yet clings to stereotypes. A world that constantly pits us versus them. A world where we can all easily curate what voices we hear and what voices we silence. A world with lines drawn and that on either side of which we each scurry to take our places. Sides from which we seldom budge. Lines which we are wary, maybe even scared, of crossing. Because surely we have chosen right, and they have chosen wrong. Today is Wednesday, June the 3rd. We are pre-recording this service for your viewing on Sunday, June the 7th. I do not know what will have happened between the time this was recorded and when you will hear it, but I do know what has happened before now, and it has torn my heart out and ripped it up and stomped on it. And as a white person, what has transpired has led me once again to assume the position of a listener to people of color. As a white person, what has transpired has led me once again to seek to learn more about the things I simply cannot understand from my own experience. As a white person, what has transpired has led me once again to ask myself what it means to have privilege that I am not even aware of, and yes, to say that word again to all of you, my church family, most of whom share the same privilege. As a white person, what has transpired has led me to pray about what I could do better and what I could do to be an ally in seeking real change to the systems that perpetu perpetuate racism. 
God has a big dream. A dream that was not new when Jesus sent the 11 out to make disciples of all the world, but a dream that was perhaps most clearly and precisely expressed in that moment. It is a dream we can hear undercurrents of throughout the scripture. And it is not a dream that we would lose all that makes us different, but instead is a dream that our differences would be embraced and that the family of God made up of peoples of such differences would be more beautiful than we could possibly be otherwise. In the foreword to one of the books I am reading now in an attempt to educate myself more, I found this from Dr. Cornell West. Martin Luther King Jr. called for us to be love-struck with each other, not colorblind toward each other. To be love-struck is to care, to have deep compassion, and to be concerned for each and every individual, including the poor and vulnerable. This is how audacious God's dream is, that no matter how different or alike we each may be from one another, that we would each be love-struck with one another, just as he is love-struck with each of us. He made us, each one, unique from one another. Do we dare to believe that what makes us unique is greater than or less than someone else? He made us, each one, just as we are, on purpose. Do we dare pretend that our differences aren't precious, that they aren't worthy of recognizing celebrating and respecting. He loved us, each one, just exactly the way he made us. Do we dare to dream, as he did, that we could do the same? This has always been his dream. I pray that it may be a dream we all dream and have the fortitude to pursue in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, all for the glory of our Creator God. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, you made us all so unique and different. Different races, different nations, different genders, different ways of seeing the world. And that was not a mistake. It is not something to be swept aside. It is something to seek to bring into one beautiful family of yours. Lord, help us all to seek this dream of yours through everything that we do or don't do, everything that we say or don't say all through the power that you give us through the Holy Spirit. In the name of your precious Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.